Hey guys, welcome back again to the Cut Light and Smoke podcast presented by Zeal Cigars, CigarSoapbox.com. And coming to you live, as always, from the Huddle Up Store Studios right here in bright Phoenix, Arizona. I am joined by two wonderful people here that I work with, and that is part-time Dave, just to my left, on your right, possibly on the screen. And then we have know-it-all JB on the end, always looking happy and super peppy for today. JB, say what's going on, people. I'm thrilled. You are thrilled. So happy to be here today. <laughs> I'm going to just start playing into that and just be the dullest mofo on the planet. We're going to call him Eeyore. I'm just going to be like, yo, guys, I'm, you know, this hey podcast guys. is super dope, man. I really like smoking these cigars. Um, no, you know, no, I no. had to put it down. It went out on he me. He does smile. Um, yeah, I know he smiles. You know, I have to give him a hard time. This he's tea awesome. tastes really good. There's a lot of smoke blowing in my face right now, but um, I think, I think you I sound like an ASL, can, ASMR. Can we ASRM pause this so that I can pee? Yeah, you need to start touching the microphone with your fingers <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Well, welcome uh, back again to the Cut Line Smoke podcast. And we're going to take on a subject that everyone is thrilled to jump in, particularly Dave. Dave oh. came in today and said, I want to talk about Israel. And I was like, Dave, that's a little bit of a sketchy subject. Dave's like, let me talk about it because I have all the answers. And I was like, I'm not exactly sure if we should talk about that. And then JB's like, yeah, dude, I'm all for this, like talking about this right this now. This sounds a little backwards. Yeah. Although although <laughs> this, the story yeah. is true, there is some so good at putting the blame on others. Like I, I almost believed him for a second. I almost believed that you, I actually did that, even though I didn't. Would I lie? Almost convinced, would I lie? Let's almost like, convinced Dave that you, he did. Who do you guys believe? Who do you guys believe? Be honest with me. So, well, anyways, we are going to be talking about, we're going to attempt to hit this whole subject and everything like that and give you our thoughts on uh, what's going on. We know it's a t touchy subject. We're probably going to stay out of a lot of the controversy and just tell you some of the facts and things that are going on and some of our concerns, as well as some hope, I think, that can come out of the situation as well. And I think that I will say this before we ever begin this whole thing. Uh, you guys know I'm a Christian. I'm actually still an ordained pastor, which is crazy. I found that out myself recently. I believe a couple things real quick. One, I believe that God's in control of the universe. Okay, so this doesn't surprise God whatsoever. Uh, I also believe in, uh, I do believe in peace. Like I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a violent person. I don't believe in violence. I believe in violence if you have to. That's my whole thing. Um, so I, you guys would look and say, I'm not necessarily a violent person. No, I, I'm, not, I'm not a necessarily violent person. I don't, I don't go looking for, I mean, the Kristoff rep might think otherwise. <laughs> we got a great story about that later on with the Kristoff rep, but I did not be able to Kristoff ref. I almost, you know, I almost shot him, but that was a whole different thing. Um, but you, that, you it, say that so nonchalant, it wasn't that serious, but it, it, was, it was close. It was, I thought, I thought it was, I thought he was coming in here to kill me and it was different. So it was, he ended up selling me some great cigars. It was great. It's a, it's a crazy story, but you know, we'll get to that later on. Um, but over the weekend, I guess it was Saturday, right? I guess it was Saturday when everything went down. Yeah, yeah, so Saturday. Saturday. Well, yeah, because yeah, it's Saturday. Today's Wednesday. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, today's Wednesday. So Saturday is when um, Hamas officially invaded Israel, and uh, they did so in a, in a kind of an interesting way or a crazy way, where they were very, very organized, and it was crazy. So Dave is a Marine, once a Marine, always a Marine, and uh, but retired from the Marines now, and uh, currently working in the banking system, but. Uh, I, I, I guess I have, I have questions for you first, Dave, is being former military and being a veteran, how did that affect you when you saw it immediately? You know, a lot of big major things that happen in the course of war and, and for generations and generations has started off like this. Mm -hmm. um, you look at 9-11, what happened that started the war on terror. That's what I served in. Um, you look at this. This was, in a sense, a, a horrible terrorist attack. So it's something I've seen before, but it also kind of make, like makes you relive like, all right, we're going to go into something major really soon. Right. And you kind of right. accept that fact. That's exactly how it starts off right now. The U.S. Mm -hmm. is kind of like hands off. Just, you know, the Biden administration came out and said that they support Israel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we send $6 billion to 
I ran for some reason. Um, yeah, that was crazy. <clears throat> um, yeah, but I yeah, just heard that stat too. Yeah, so I heard about that. That's crazy. It, it's 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 kind of weird. So it's kind of like, all right, well, we're probably going to be involved in another war or some type of controversy again, right? Um, where the U.S. is going to get their hands dirty. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a different military now, man. From when mm-hmm. I served, I served from two thousand one to two thousand six. It's a completely different game now with who is serving, why they're serving. I mean, it's, I don't know. I, I, I personally, this is my personal opinion. If you want to come at me, come at me. But I, I feel like our military has gotten weaker. So what? L- let me ask you a question. I mean, that's a great, a great statement. So what, what are the contributing factors that you've seen to the military becoming weaker, mm. you know, necessarily? Social media plays seen? a huge part of it. Okay. Um, you see things on TikTok, even Instagram of, mm-hmm. you know, soldiers in the barracks and stuff like that just goofing around. That was a big no-no. Like, we mm-hmm. wouldn't be, I mean, realistically, we didn't have those kind of apps back in my day. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that they record everything, shoot everything, and they kind of treat it like it's a game, um, it's a little bit different. We like to have fun. I mean, you leave a, a bunch of Marines to their own device and we get mm-hmm. bored we do a lot of weirds if you've served you know the weird shit we've gotten into <laughs> um so my father has told me yeah, yeah so yeah. it like it, it happens but the fact that like it's just i feel like social media plays a big role about like why people are serving what their reasons are i served i didn't know any better i was an 18 year old kid i just came mm-hmm. out of high school mm-hmm. um rolled right in and you know i really didn't have any guidance and at the time you know it, it made sense for me and i ended up doing it for six years so, I mean, I don't regret it at all. I loved every moment of it. But it, it's this this uh, military just seems a little bit unique with, uh, you know, I figured we'd be so advanced in technology by now, which we're not, um, that we'd be able to, you know, manage certain things a lot better than we are. Okay. Okay. JB, what do you think as a, as a, young, as a young man that is, uh, you know, you, you back and support veterans around, around the world, well, you know, Dave Rowell, what, what are your thoughts on this whole situation? Well, I think well, first thing, going back to like what Dave was just saying about, the Marine Corps, for for example, I can tell you, my dad was in the Marine Corps mm-hmm. in the nineties or early nineties, mm-hmm. like, and Desert Shield, Desert, Desert Shield, Desert Storm, uh, Desert Storm? I can't okay. confirm nor deny. My dad was just in the in the Marine Corps at that okay. time. Okay. Yeah. Um. So when when he went through Marine Corps training, this the type of fighting that they were taught is very different than the type of training that Dave even got when he went into the Marine Corps. Mm. Um. That even the type of hand-to-hand combat they teach you and the way the the severity of how they taught my dad to, to get through hand-to-hand combat situations versus how the, the basic training that Marine Corps people go through now mm-hmm. is very dialed back. Okay. And I think a lot of it is they don't think that we're going to fight a lot more hand-to-hand combat. Mm-hmm. But that's my thing is, like, if they can sneak into Israel at a music festival and set up a kill zone, what makes you think that they can't do that stuff here inside the United States and that they're not already here? Well, yeah, that, that's something that I think um, people are asking about. And, I, and the big thing I, I don't want to produce here with this podcast yeah, is, in particular is, is a spirit of fear in particular. I don't want you guys to be afraid to go about your daily lives and enjoy the freedoms that we do have as Americans. Um, but we got to talk about it. Yeah, there, I there think, has to I be conversations. Don't get me wrong. I think it's wise yeah. to actually talk about it, and I think that's, that's important to do. Um, I think situational awareness is very, very important. Yeah, I think it's something that we work on um, uh, as a business. And then as, as people personally, we're, we're very situationally aware people. I think now that has to be kicked up to a new level predicated on what's just happened and predicated on um, some of the things that they're finding out of uh, how there could be sleeper cells here in America activated you know, by nature of um, if something happens with or, Israel, where they're the... Yeah, how much we support or right, they right, go to right. the Temple Mount. Mm-hmm. 
Well, the the attack itself in, in Israel was that was a complete calculated strategic ambush on their part. I mean, they yeah. they came in, they were unprepared. Yeah. They hit specific spots um, for a reason, and a lot of these people weren't armed, so mm-hmm. they just got mowed down. Unfortunately. Oh, um, it was tactical. It was very tactical. Yeah, yeah. the way they, yeah. they came no, in via I don't motorcycles. Think any of these people were armed. No, no. no. So they no. came in via motorcycles. They came in. Uh, they were dropped in. They had these. Uh, what are the paragliders? Mm-hmm. Yeah, came in on. yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, Straight up that. PUBG style, yeah, dude. Exactly. Right, right, so right. they came in. Um, that music festival. They created a choke zone where they actually had all the vehicles lined up, mm. stopped at a block, and cars mm. just kept getting lined. And Man, lined something else them. like that just happened with a fire recently too. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. It was mm. kind of weird. But, um, yeah, that attack was very strategic. It was very effective, mm. very effective. They got their message across um, mm. very well, um, and it's horrific. I think a lot of people, when they look at the world, they want peace and love. Yeah, everyone wants peace and love. That's the first thing that comes to mind. I mean, I mm-hmm. want peace. I don't like violence at all, but this mm-hmm. is kind of a glimpse of how evil people really can be. I mean, they found a bunch of beheaded babies. Yeah, that, that is, I mean, the, 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 to, to not condemn Hamas is foolishness for what they've done. You know, to be quite frank about that. I mean, anybody looking at that, there's a difference between war and I, this idea that all's fair in love and war, that's not true. And uh, there are rules. We have the Geneva Convention and so on and so forth. There are things you can do and you can't do. And then there's uh, there's people that do things like this where they actually come and, and attack and kill people and take women and children hostages. Um, yeah. There's which, a video of them just straight kidnapping people. Mm-hmm. Like there's women yeah. that's screaming. They're literally just taking them right. away and stuff. So right, right. It was a brutal attack. Mm-hmm. Um, Israel, of course, you know they answered. They 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 gave some pushback, dropped some bombs on them. So we'll see how mm-hmm. long it goes back and forth. What the U.S. is going to do. I know we moved some of our naval ships out there um, to kind of give a presence. But we'll see. I mean, this could be the start to something bigger. It could be something that's going to be squashed. I don't know. Who knows um, what's going to happen? I, I think it's interesting because it seems like we've been waiting for World War III for the past 20 years now. And people have been talking about when's World War III going to kick off, when's World War III going to kick off. And and the, the I was talking to somebody on the phone the other day about this. Uh, it's actually a cigar manufacturer. He was asking me what I thought about this. And I said, um, one, I think it's, it's a horrible situation all around. Uh, in all honesty... I think when when things like this happen, there's 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 no win-win situations. To be quite frank, because you have you have retaliation, you have aggression, you have all these things happening whatsoever, and some of those are justified. You have yeah. to do you have to do certain things. Um, but I, what 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 Hamas did was not justifiable in any way, shape, and form. Um, those people, especially at the music festival, what you're talking about, where they lined up the cars and shot everybody in the car. Yeah, I mean that was unjustifiable whatsoever. Well, yeah, here and here's. Here's where you'll probably like to bring it back around, right? Like, mm-hmm. as as bad and as terrible as this is, it's not unexpected. Oh yeah, it, it's, like I mean, you talk about um, yeah, we can get what back. is it? Passages <laughs> in Ezekiel, passages in Isaiah, right? Um, passages in um, there's one more. Is it Samuel? Well, yeah, there, there's a lot. No, not Samuel. It's there's a. I mean, lot, no, every, not Samuel. Every, everyone's. Pointing to the book of Revelation right now. No, there's stuff. there's so much more even before that. Yeah, yeah. That, that are all prophetic about. And that's the, what I texted you yeah. that morning when the attacks happened. I text. I'm like, dude, I never put that together, dude. Yeah. I never put it together. I was like, dude, yeah. like, isn't this something in the Bible that says about Israel what happened? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, you sent me a couple of good verses from there that I read up on. And, yeah, uh, I, I I think one some of the, some of the, I guess one of the questions that I would that I would put forth for guys who were seeking to follow God and still stay stay free as Americans is how do Christian men respond to this? What's their proper response? What do we do? 
Um, is it is it irrational to be prepper-ish? Is it ir- irrational to be fear-mongering? I think fear-mongering is always bad, just so you understand. That, that's going to yeah. happen no matter what. Right. There's, there's, gonna, it's a money grab, dude. It it's is. a money grab. People want to money grab like, like crazy. Governments want to money grab. Companies want to money grab. There are more people making YouTube videos right now yeah. over this issue just to money grab. The, the great thing is we're demonetized. We're not making any money off this kind of stuff. It's we're not great clout. It, if, yeah. if you pull up YouTube, right. I know there's a lot of great... Um, I'm not going to mention any names and stuff like that. I know we've sent each other a couple of YouTube videos of mm-hmm. these guys, but there's a lot of like ex-soldiers, ex-veterans who have their own YouTube channels. Dude, Warrior Poet's got a great one on it. Yeah. Warrior Poet is a great, he's got a great, and so does Ruslan KD. If you guys want to watch two videos, I, I would I would highly suggest Ruslan KD is very, very good. He's very accurate. He's a believer. And he's somebody who's very fair. And uh, I thought Warrior Poet's uh video you sent me this morning or yeah. JB sent me this yeah, morning. He sent, that's the same one that we, we all watch. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a lot of guys talking about this and, and stuff and it, there's nothing wrong with preparing, but I feel like a lot of other YouTube people are taking advantage of it to kind of instill fear. Like this could happen, but the best mm-hmm. thing to be prepared is be prepared. Situational awareness, have your right. basic necessities in right. line, mm-hmm. you know, at who, least three days, food and water. Yeah, like the just event. the basics. Just have a plan in place. I know a lot of people kind of talk about it, but they actually really live it. It's kind of interesting. We actually have, yeah, prepared, and we are prepared here at Zeal. We've right. we, we got Zeal Team Six surrounding us, and we're okay. That's right. We're, we're we, we feel okay about it. <laughs> um, but I, I I will say in 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 that regard, uh, a lot of questions come up about the biblical relevancy of all this kind of stuff. Let me just say a few things real quick. Yeah. First, I would consider myself a scholar with a little less. It means I know enough to be dangerous. Yeah. And I'm not necessarily the end all authority on some of this. But stuff. yeah, you're not a life devotion to. The study of the study of the eschatology. Figure, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, called yeah. eschatology. Figuring things out. Right. The study of the end times is what is, is theologic in theology is called eschatology. The word theology is, just comes from two words, which is theos, which is God, and then ology or study of the study of God. So when we're talking about eschatology, you're talking about the end times or Jesus coming back. And are some of these things that we're experiencing the 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 growing pains as it says in the Bible, um, before are they the 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 birth pains before, you know, Christ comes back is, is literally what um, Book of Matthew actually talks about. Uh, I would say probably I'm, I'm just as, if you're asking my personal opinion about some of this stuff and, and you're going to be asking me questions like pre-tribulation rapture, post-millennial, omelet, what do I say? I'm not going to answer any of that kind of stuff right now, um, because in all honesty, I think it's really, really complicated to get into that on a podcast. Uh, maybe I'll address that at a different time. And some of you guys, you guys probably have no idea what I'm talking about at that point, right? What? what? The pre-millennial rapture, the post-millennial rapture, pre-millennialism and post-millennialism. I don't know what that is. Uh, a little bit, yeah, yeah. Enough to be dangerous, enough to be dangerous. So, but when it comes to what's happening right now and what could happen as a result of what did happen, mm. there's a lot, man. There's, I, I would not feel... I would not feel it's it's probably the closest we've ever been. So my wife and I had a conversation about that last night. And there's she, earthquakes going on right now too. That so that see the caveat to this is there's things happening that were so uh, the Jews in, in in you know in the in the 30s with Hitler and so on and so forth in the 40s. Yeah, uh, they could have said the same thing. They could have been like, this is the this is the abomination that causes desolation. That was Hitler or the Antichrist. They thought, a lot of people thought Hitler was the yeah. Antichrist. But there was um, a lot of other stuff missing. Yeah, and this is the crazy part. There is a lot of other stuff that is awkwardly happening that does tie into end times theology or eschatology, depending on where you stand on, 
certain things like reform theology or dispensationalism. Some of you guys are going to get what that means. Some of you guys don't know what it means. But when it comes to the end times and Jesus coming back, I would definitely tell you there's a lot of things happening that I would not feel bad about telling you this true statement. You and Jesus better have it all worked out fairly soon because if, if he's not, I mean, I, I'm, I'm celebrating every, I'm not celebrating what's happened, but I'm celebrating the fact that we're getting close to it because I think that it, I mean, I think I've, millions of people have said this before, but um, I would definitely believe that probably in my lifetime before I die that we could see the return of Christ. I actually said that to my dude, Nate, my roommate from college this morning, Uh, sent him a long message. And I was like, dude, there's a possibility that we could see that in our lifetime. And he, he didn't respond for like, probably 10 minutes. And then I get a text message and all he said was, Hey man, I just had to sit back and think about that for a second. You know, about the end times, man, I I grew up in a very religious household. You know, my story, I grew up in a Christian household. My mom was a pastor. Uh, My grandma who lived with us for a long time, she's very old school Christian. Mm. Um, And it's weird because I remember being a little kid and, and little Nino. Yeah. Little Nino. Un poquito little Nino. Um, (laughs) And stop speaking stuff. I don't know. <laughs> and I remember like looking at her, and she. I remember there was like these bad earthquakes that happened. I think it was the, mm-hmm. the LA earthquakes. Earthquakes. That oh happened. yeah, I remember the LA earthquake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. um, during the during the playoffs or the, the it was yeah like, it was yeah like playoffs. playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the baseball game. Yeah, yeah. 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 And San Francisco it, it, Giants. It and I remember her like talking about it, and she was like celebrating, and she goes, "Oh, Papito, Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming." And she would always tell me this: like, there's certain things that align up to the return of Christ. Mm-hmm. And as a little kid, you don't really process that. You kind of just look at like, okay, like, oh, mom, you're just scaring me, so yeah, I'll be good. Like, I, that's exactly how it is. Like, <laughs> right, still right, right. fear into kids, so sure. they didn't go to religions, which I'm actually absolutely against. Don't do that. Yeah, that's not yeah. a good way. Don't do that. It's not a good way. To yeah, do. that's not a good way to win people over. But mm-hmm. I remember her talking about it all the time, and it's kind of weird because it did stay with me. At the time when you're a kid, like you didn't really think much of it, but it did stay with me up until now to where I'm starting to notice like all these natural disasters that we got going on. I just feel like it's out of control. There's a lot of it happening more so than none. Like it's just, it just continues to happen. Bad things are are always happening a lot more lately. And then now we have this attack and that's why I sent you that text. I'm Mm -hmm. like, Hey, there's a lot of things that have been going on. We got the fires in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. You know, we, uh, we've been at war in the middle East for a long time, had a horrible, terrible pullout. Good job, Joe Biden on that one. Mm -hmm. Um, But even so with all the wars that have been going on since 48, when Israel became a state, this is the worst casualty attack that's ever happened. That's what they're saying. They're saying it's the worst like uh, attack on Jews since Mm -hmm. the Holocaust, which that's a big deal. That's a big statement. So it's like, is this all aligned to what you're talking about? Is this straight out of the Bible? Every single... Well, and here's the other thing that people aren't really thinking about. Armenia's not in good shape right now. And um, a lot of the things that we learned about when we had James on, who is uh, from Sinistro, who is Armenian, is almost all the major wars have started with some sort of conflict in Armenia. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So, <laughs> keep going, Dave. You're, you're saying something no. I was I was just saying like it's just <clears throat> every single civilization from the Mayans, the Egyptians, they all have prophecies. Mm-hmm. You know, they all have a similar prophecy. It's carried on into Christianity. We have revelations, even in Native American cultures. Even in Native American, so the end of times is like it's promise. It's going to happen no matter what. That's the only guarantee. Is like something's going to happen. I mean, we the world can't live on forever, right? But will it happen in our lifetime or your lifetime? I see you smirking over there. I know you want to say I, something, but I mean, I, <laughs> we, they've all had some type of prophecy oh, towards yeah. it. So I mean, it's like I, I well, think it all it all comes back to the biblical writing being the the 
the most trustworthy text that we have in all of history. Like it's never been something that's been people have been people have been trying to prove the Bible wrong forever, and they never have been able to. Yeah. And so it's funny when I, I scroll through TikTok and I see all these, uh, the Bible's wrong, and I'll show you why. I'm like, you, dude, you can't prove it wrong. It's impossible. The the number one thing that's that's authenticated, and, and these other these other places of world religions can have prophecies as well. But the number one thing that's authenticated is when you have something that is prophetic. And what is prophetic is very important to understand. That is something that was said a long time ago in a very certain way at a, for a very certain time period, and it has to be fulfilled exactly yeah, that in way. That time period, it can't yeah. be like, it's not nebulous like Dave will, Dave will go home. And Dave will kiss his <laughs> wife on the cheek, and Dave will have steak tonight. That's not a prophecy. That, sounds that sounds awesome, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah that's, that sounds good. Yeah, that, that's a whole different thing. So that's not pro- prophecy. Is very, very distinct. And so for someone to have said the things that they said back before they actually happened, all the prophecies about, particularly about Jesus' first coming, and then in, in the Old Testament, people don't understand this. In the Old Testament, you actually have Jesus second coming as well prophesied in the old testament there's like over 200 prophecies about that and that's why you're hearing things like that are lining up like uh like in the book of ezekiel like ezekiel chapter 30 where it mm-hmm. starts talking about uh different springs welling up the dead i mean there's things that are happening yeah I here. Show, was i showed did i show you that video yeah. with like because the rivers just running freaking wild in the desert bro yeah I, this is the craziest thing like i'm, Brad I'm wakes sure, up at 5 a.m i'm sure i'm sure you guys are watching this at home and you're like are they sitting next to each other? Are they in different corners? We're right next to each other. If I extend my hand over, it's coming into everyone's shot. We just had ah, it. he knocked oh, on my cigar. I'm sorry, that's, that's a pay, payback for the that is, for the coffee. Is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I feel bad about that. But like, in, in all honesty, like, it's there's there's too much going on to just say, mm, no, this is just another. You know, it's going to be well, another couple thousand years. Just, I, I, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Do you think with this going on, there's going to because I know I. I'm a believer of Christ. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a Christian. Sure. Um, do you think there's going to be a lot more pushback on the Bible? Because a lot more Christians are going to be like, hey, this is something mm. coming out that That's we've read question. about in the Bible. And do you think there's going to be the opposing side? Like, no, it's not. This this is not going to happen. Like, And they're going to have all these videos of trying to disprove the Bible, like you said. Do you think that's going to increase a lot more? Do you think we're going to get more people pulling away from Christ than we are going towards Christ? This will be, this will be a filtering factor for everybody. Yes, this is going to be people going... Are, uh, when Jesus made the statement, you know, um, if you deny me in front of men, I'll deny you in front of my father in heaven. Mm. I mean, like there's a point where you could, as a Christian, you could have a gun to your head and someone says, deny Christ, I'll let you go. But if you don't, I'm going to kill you and your family. And that you're going to have to think about fighting for your life at that point and not denying your savior. So uh, it says in the old, it says in, it says that in the last days men will be lovers of themselves. Which are you kidding me? Has has social media not turned everybody into that? Absolutely. Like I mean, just loving yourself. Self loathing. Oh my yeah. gosh. I mean, like the the idea that I mean that's what social media has done. I mean, people who really really care about social media and they're just into it are watching the likes or watching the views or watching everything else like that. It's an addiction. They even oh, had a story about that, like how people post things and they get the endorphin rush from the likes that they get that they, uh, and, you and, know, and this is great. So you guys who are watching this and think we're just absolutely nuts. You'll see. Here's the fact you'll see. Like I'm not, I'm, what's going to, it's going to be the hard part is when it, when it all comes out and some of you guys are thinking like, you know, you're thinking, you know, you guys are just being, you're, you're toxically masculine and all these other things are true about you guys. You are who we thought you are. No, we're just telling you the truth. And one day you're going to see it because if there's one religion in all the world that is persecuted more than any other religion, tell me another one outside Christianity. Well, the Jews. No. Oh, dude, no way. Not, not, no. Just I'm in current times. Popular opinion. Popular opinion. 
popular opinion. I should just say that in America. I mean, you could see that. I would all okay. Over the place. Let me. I could put I it this way. Well, a, Jews and Christians are are linked because you, yes. you have old old New Testament type thing, you know. I but know. yeah, I'm just saying. Like, I mean, so, outside of the Holocaust, Christians. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying when it comes down to it, in, in our modern day times, more people persecute yes. authentic Christians for speaking the truth and speaking what's true about people versus like, you know, any other religion. I mean, it's just it's just how it is. It's but true. I feel I feel like it's. Do people? I feel to, to kind of piggyback on that on what you're saying is, I've seen lots of change. Like, look at Kat Von D. You know, she yeah, was dude, she's yeah, Christian, yeah, dude. she's sweet. She switched. Bro. I feel like it's grown more in a positive light, and there's certain people who have changed and actually put it out there. Like, you know, that mm-hmm. that's a big deal of Kat Von D doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Kat Von D. I mean, she got baptized. Um, yeah, dude, she, that's she amazing. Born again Christian. Yeah, and I feel like I've seen that a lot more happening. So it's kind of like. Are we going to get, I know we've also seen a big increase of people worshiping the devil, actively putting it out there <laughs> for the crazy. public, like yeah. just making as like people just selling their souls for clout for social media. I don't know if they're doing it for their own, you know, true beliefs or if they're just doing it just to get attention. Either mm. way, it's wrong. Right. But I have been seeing a lot of increases of people. You know, we've talked about um, Richie the Barber. Great guy. Freaking love, love, Richie, love the Richie the Barber. Shout out to you, bro. I, I hope you can come on our podcast. One oh, day. my gosh, Richie. Great, Rich out to me, Richie. Yeah. Um, Bradley at zealcigars.com. I will I will send you my cell phone. We can have a conversation. <laughs> Big fan, bro. Big fan. Um, but, yeah, like I, I see a lot of other social media influences, like, coming mm-hmm. back to the Christian side. So mm-hmm. I feel like there's, like, kind of that rift going on right now. We're, like, kind of right in the middle of it. And once again, well, social media plays a big part of yeah. it. Yeah. Well, me and Brad were talking about this yesterday because he was showing me a Drake song with um, Future. And they were talking a lot about God in that song. That was, that was a fake it was. It was a fake. I told you, bro. Yeah, it was a fake. It what I been true. It could have been true. Yeah, a fake. Uh, it was, it's called Perfect, and it was by a guy named Lonza, who I guess is like a Christian rapper or a conservative rapper. And they and he dubbed does, it over. He does an AI fake of 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 Future and and yeah. uh, Drake doing because what so. what was my first comment about that? You're like, there's no way Future's doing that. Yeah, yeah. No. First thing he's like, I don't know about Drake, but I don't know. If, uh, Future's not saying that. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was it was a pretty good, pretty biblical song, and I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. You know, perfect. You know that kind of thing. So look at real quick. Let's well, talk about what we're smoking real quick because we have to do that because we're we're a cigar. But we're smoking the new Fireside Reserve. Okay, if you've not seen these yet, everybody show the camera your cigars on your side of the camera. <laughs> Dave and I are smoking the same one. Tell them about your cigar, Dave. What do you like about it? Okay, so um, <clears throat> I walked in when they were shooting a review on the cigar, and it. it I walked in and it, it. I was like, are they are they cooking something? It smells like campfire in here. Like what is it? And who, I just, who didn't invite me to the barbecue? Yeah, I just washed my truck and my truck is JB can vouch for that. It, I keep it dirty. Cause I'm always out and about running in the desert, having fun. You're just dirty. I'm just dirty. Um, and it smelled like campfire and I thought it was my shirt and I walked in here and it smelled more. And I was like, dude, it smells like campfire. This actually tastes, it, it's called, what is it called? The fireside reserve, fireside reserve, fireside reserve. So if you take a marshmallow when you're camping over a campfire and you get that marshmallow set on fire where it's burning, and then you blow it out and you peel that burnt skin off and you eat that. That's what that tastes like to me. Yeah, dude. It's very, it's like a chocolate marshmallowy campfire. It's a very good cigar. It's, it's unlike any Maduro we have. I'll say that. It's yeah. like, any, unlike any Maduro we have. It's like, uh, JB will tell you the more, the more, I'll guess the nerd outside, but you, you had a really good comparison on the actual other video. Tell them what you said on the other video. It's in between certain cigars. It's like, it's like a mix of the um, brass monkey and the sanitarium Maduro. Mm -hmm. It's not as, um, it's a little spicier than the sanitarium Maduro and the brass monkey, Mm -hmm. but it's not. um, And it picks up a little bit of the fieriness from like the brass monkey, like that, that, that kind of fire cured smokiness. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's a really unique smoke. It's really good. I've I've had no complaints about it so far. There's actually a guy that comes in here um, almost daily that smoked it one day, and um, he's kind of picky, and he really liked it. So, uh, what, what did you think about your uh, your Connecticut Fireside Reserve? It's really good, man. It comes it, in Connecticut, and Maduro. Um, yeah. It's getting a little bit more creamy. It started off with a little bit of white pepper, some slight breadiness, a um, mm-hmm. l- lot more creaminess coming through on it now. Very solid Connecticut. Mm. Okay. Well, ba- back to the back to the the topic at hand then. So, the the question is, will it get worse or better for Christians or Christianity? The Bible says it's going to get worse. Well, yeah. So we're I don't I don't I don't pre- predict. I mean, more people. Um, I think what's going to happen, to be honest with you, Dave, according to your question, is I think you're going to see either more authentic Christians and fake Christians separate. Yeah. So people yeah. who authentically love God and care, um, and are about you know, real change and transformation of people's lives versus people who uh, are Sunday saints and Monday ain'ts, you know? So, I mean, <laughs> if I'm going to be honest about it, so, I mean, it's a good pastoral role thing I've said before. Uh, I think you're going to find priesters and, um, you know, the Christmas and Easter Christians becoming more uh, curious about church and, and, and the priesters, the priesters. Yeah. The people who go to church on Christmas and Easter tend to end up like going back and trying to find a local community of people that they go to. I go to, a, I go to a great church with a local community here and it's really great. And not everybody's like me. It's a pretty diverse church. Um, but I really do enjoy, you know, the fellowship and worshiping God with those people. But I also know that like, man, we're, I mean, we're living in dangerous times and that's just the reality of it. And that's not being a fear monger. That's just being a real person with where we are today. Well, and I've been really interested in looking into what's the next revival. Mm -hmm. Cause the last like really big revival was like the hippies. Yeah. So what if the next big revival is all these Hollywood stars coming out and telling you how demonic your mind has been poisoned by all these people for all these years. And then the next revival is, those guys coming out and telling the truth. Do you, do you want to hear my? You want to hear my opinion on this? I wouldn't have said it if I didn't, fool. So, so <laughs> spit it. You going to anyway? Get on that box, boy. Here's here's my personal opinion. Every revival ever started uh, in American history, and in, I'd say history in Europe and America in particular has always been started by youth. It's always yeah. been started by children. Mm. It's always been started by teenagers who have been radically committed to God mm. and done some incredible things in God's name. Um, I think we're seeing maybe we're on the precipice of one of the first adult revivals. That we were seeing, I think one of the guys that could kick that thing off would be like a Joe Rogan. Where yeah. Joe Rogan, dude, he's got, creeping, dude. I know, he's Joe, creeping. Joe Rogan he's read creeping. the Book of Revelation on Joe Rogan podcast. He's yeah. creeping. Bro. I was like, what is happening right now? So obviously, you've seen him move from like atheist agnostic to like, you know, I'm not going to sit there and, you know, he used to he used to like curse Christianity. And now he doesn't do that at all. Who read the Bible on there? Anthony Oliver. Uh, yeah, 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 Anthony Oliver. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I think I think what's What's pretty amazing about this is NBA players oh, are stopping yeah. press conferences yeah. to to read the Bible and preach. Oh, and dude. NFL players, there was one I sent you from a New Orleans Saints player mm-hmm. that was like, "Hey, I'm not going to talk about the game. I'm just gonna uh, I'm gonna preach a little bit. I hope you guys are okay with that. I don't care." Yeah. yeah, I I think I think people using their platforms to elevate Jesus is always great. To be honest with you, especially when you see their lives match the message they're sh- they're sharing. Like they're when you see somebody. If, if, for example, like if you met me in public and it wasn't me having a bad day or something like that, and I was just a complete jerk, you know, or something like that, that doesn't match maybe what you've, what I've portrayed on video for the last so many times, if you would, that you've seen me. Uh, but if you see me and I'm like, Hey, what's going on? Good to see you. Thanks so much for, for watching or whatever else like that. Then there's things that are matching up. And I think what's going to happen later on 
is you're going to see fake Christians and real Christians separate. It's called wheat from the chaff in the Bible. God's going to separate the real, the real ones versus the fake ones, and you're going to see them because it's only under pressure does the realness come out in somebody. When you're yeah. under pressure and everything's gone and you still have to trust God, that's when, that's when everything comes about, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. So you let me ask you another question. Mm-hmm. This is going to kind of take us off topic. But with the attack in Israel, mm-hmm. you know, Israel, primarily all Jews, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, Hamas, Muslim. Mm-hmm. Do you think that this is the start of an actual religious warfare? It's always been. Yeah, it's always been religious war. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the, that's what jihad is. Is yeah. it's a religious war. Yeah, they're, they're so. doing things that, uh, for their faith, for their God. Right. Yes. Now we're we're. Completely... What's that tell you, man? I mean, I'm just telling you, dude. I mean, when it's that bad, I mean, it's you. The hard part is, um, and I had somebody ask me this the other day. It's maybe my son Camden. He was asking asking me about what do you think our response is going to be as a nation and everything else like that. And I, the question, my big thing to him was, um, I said, understand what was done in Israel was incredibly violent and it was unrestrained violence. Um, and the only thing that you can do with violent men, the only thing they respect is violence. There, there, there is not, there's nothing you can do. And if you guys know what I'm talking about, you've been warriors out there, you've been a fighter or something like that. And you understand maybe you've been in competitive sports before and you've just mm-hmm. seen violent men that are unrestrained. The only way to answer that is violence. And I think that's some, something that's happening. And I, and you want, you want peace no matter what. And hopefully the more righteous violent man wins. And so that people can be free. Um, no, I don't believe that what Hamas did was for the sake of freedom or for the sake of peace. Yeah, was, I think what they did was horrible. Well, especially really the, since the Israeli president was talking, you know, five days before that about, he thought that they could reach peace with Palestine. Yeah. It was 15 days actually. Yeah. It was 15 days beforehand. He was talking about a, a peace treaty aspect through, um, a, a trade route, I guess, essentially yeah, through, big through, trade the Arab, route. through the Arab uh, nations, uh, that could bring stability and peace to the Middle East. And then all this stuff happened. So, and, and keep this in mind too, like behind the scenes too, there are guys just making money like crazy over this oh, sort of yeah. stuff. They really are. And it's just an absolute cluster of an issue, you know, at this point. All right, guys, so we've talked a lot about today about a lot of complicated issues, but I know that you guys have opinions just like us. I mean, everybody has an opinion about everything. So we want to hear from you. So drop a comment below on what you think is going on here with the Israel Hamas situation and everything like that. Drop it below because we'd love to really hear your comments. And uh, particularly if you want to ha- have a strong comment about something that we said, go ahead and drop it below and we'll definitely get back to it. So from the Zeals, <laughs> nope, from, from the, uh, the Cutlight and Smoke podcast, podcast, podcast. I don't even know what oh I'm saying God. right now. I'm so sorry. From the Cutlight and Smoke podcast at Zeal Cigars, thank you so very much for watching, and we're going to get out of here like last year. Thank you so much for JB and Dave being here and giving your uh, insights and opinions on uh, what's going on, and we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Peace. Peace.